0: Hello everyone, this is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast. I'm so excited you could join us. We're coming to the very end of 2019. I hope this year you have learned quite a bit about yourself. You met some fantastic people and you have achieved things you never thought were possible. That's the purpose of this podcast. We are here to remind you of the greatness that already lives within you. We're here just to awaken it to bring your attention to it, so you can live in the best possible way right now. So uh, it is my honor to introduce my new friend, Eglant Sliwa. 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 Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Could you tell us who you are and how did you become you?
1: Well, my name is Eglant Sliwa. I was born as Eglant Lot. Alfaro Roman. I was born in Costa Rica, and in 1994, April 28, 1994, at 5:37 p.m., I arrived to San Luis Obispo, California. So, an expat from Costa Rica, learning another language. I became me by living and experiencing every moment and a hurdle any pain that i have gone through my life i'm proud of who i am today because i never became a victim but I became a survivor throughout my life
0: so i'm interested to what stands out in in your life's journey like what kind of moments stand out
1: There is a lot of moments in my life, good and bad. I had a daughter. She's 34 years old now. She's going through a terminal disease, cirrhosis of the liver. I had another son that he died when he was only two months and a half. Her disease, his disease was trunk. Common trunk. I tried. I tried to translate it in in English, which is uh, uh, "tronco común" in Spanish. And what that means is that he only had a valve in his heart when he was born, a genetic disease, and he didn't survive after that. That that was one of the the biggest thing in my life that I will ever. live with I com- I came to this country I married three times I'm not proud of that because I felt that I have failed on a more basic and, and important things in my life having somebody that I could grow up grow old with and uh, I one thing I can say is that Besides all that, what I just said is that I had goals in my life when I was so young. Once was learn another language, another one to be able to drive a car because I was a low economic family and I wanted to fly. And I've done all that. And my life I feel so accomplished, but yet with those small little goals, but yet my life cannot stop there. It has to be a growing, a growing eggland. Mm. I have to be growing. I have to be developed. I have to be, I have to be a human being where goals must be important in my life. Mm. I have, if I don't have them, I'm not, not anybody. I, I'm nobody.
0: So what's interesting I'd like to hear mm-hmm. learned, is what are those goals you have right now? And why those goals, why are they important to you? And also, how are you going about achieving them?
1: Well, one goal that I have right now that I'm working on it, and, uh, and maybe I deviate on the answer a little bit, and I two days ago. I had somebody that was talking about me with somebody else. And I passed through, and they, jo- they make me join in their conversation. And they, that person look at me and says, Eglant, you are the only person that I have known that actually go through your resolutions
0: Are you talking about New Year's resolution? Yes. Is that that what we are are talking about? Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Last year, Mm -hmm. my resolution was to be a better me. I have a better image. Mm -hmm. Take care of myself a little more physically, emotionally, in all aspects of my life. And when she said that two two days ago, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I did kind of... Proce- I start with the process of loving Eglin a little bit, get to know Eglin a little bit every day, and and it's still a process because yeah, one one of the goals, like any other woman, is wanted to lose weight, and I didn't lose the weight that I want, had in my mind, but. I lost other baggage that I had in my mind, in my soul, and I am completely different person than I was last year. But at the same time, I am the Eggland that I always have been, the Eggland that, that I hide many years ago. Hmm. And finally, England is coming up. Eggland wants to be hurt England wants to send a message that in this life, no matter what you go through, you can, you can survive. You can be better and live life and love it and, and just live it. Not just get up, wake up, do your chores, and go back to bed. That's, that's not living life. Anymore.
0: So, what I'm interested to know. Yes. Um, what kind of things did you do this year that were different? What, like specific things, because this podcast will air mm-hmm. right away and people are making resolutions and thinking about 2020. We, as humans, we want the next year to be the best year ever. We want to be. <laughs> I don't know, super woman, right? <laughs> super man, super young adult, right? We want to be kind, fit, smart, right? Yes. So what I'm interested to know, what did you do?
1: Well, first of all, next year is a leap year day. A oh. uh, leap year year. Yes, so yes. it's going to be the best for everybody. Okay, okay. For everybody. Okay. I, My goals, again, it was to to bring that eggland that I buried in so many layers many years ago especially when I came to this country. I I buried it because I was abused. I I was bullied. I totally was bullied uh, especially here because of my accent or because of my English or because the way I was looking and I buried her I didn't allow her to come out and be the essential person that I have. Um, I can tell you that the no the materialistic part of my changes that I did this year mm-hmm. was, yes, I lose a little bit of weight, no in the sense that I, I want to follow a diet, mm-hmm. I wanted to just be. And eat healthier, be more active. I dress up better.
0: Dress up better. Yes. Okay. What? How? How is that important?
1: Uh, that, that's important because you you portray what you feel. If you feel depressed, and that's another thing. Uh, I live with depression for many years, and. You don't really care and take care of yourself. Yes, of course you take your shower and dress up, but you don't really care about yourself that much. And, and, and this is this is very was very difficult for me because physical things in life never was important to me. I'm a very philosophical, idealistic person. So the way you look is not as important to me. But also, is, even though it's contradicted, you always dress your best when you feel your best. Mm-hmm. If I feel that I care for myself, I will choose to dress that person mm-hmm. to, to make it look that... You care for that person. I I have learned this year also that the my my best friend is myself. And whatever I tell my best friend is not only the truth and sometimes the hard truth, but I always be honest to that person and I will want my best friend to be the best of themselves. Okay.
0: So if I understand you correctly, your best friend is you. Yes. And you invest into that friendship by dressing better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also doing a self-talk. Yes. Is that yes. Is that what I am I'm, I'm here? Yes. So what kind of things do you tell yourself, if you don't mind sharing?
1: Well, Egland likes to analyze everything. Always going and talk to my own feelings. Mm-hmm. What Eglin feels is important for her, what, is, what she feels and what is better for her. I, I, I have said that English always is a hurdle for England. <laughs> and always the excuse was, okay, you only can't learn so much English. I mean, I took so many classes even this year. But I decided to take other routes because it's not so much about what you know about the language. It's about how you feel about it.
0: Hmm, okay, tell me more, please.
1: Well, if I feel confident, I, I don't have a lot of uh ask uh, with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, if I don't feel threatened by it, if I don't feel criticized by it, I feel f- more free to say and to say what I feel and. Mm-hmm. One thing when I did the Toastmasters, because I started the Toastmasters last year in October, um, I learned, and one advice that I was being given was talk with your heart. When you speak with your heart, your speech comes freely and much better. And I've been trying to practice that. Because even though it doesn't matter how nervous I become, how, how stressed I become about the subject I'm going to talk, whatever I choose to speak with or about, I always put my heart in it. I put a little bit of myself there because I want you to feel what I feel. I want you to learn and to know that, yes, you might have lived what I have lived, but if I went through, if I, if I really survive it, you can do it too. If you can overcome it, you can.
0: So you have joined Toastmasters yes. last year. So what kind of highlights from your Toastmasters journey can you share with us? Unexpected, expected, and what kind of things are happening?
1: It has been a journey. Uh, I have mentors. Well, I I do. I normally they give you one mentor, and she is a fabulous woman. But I have met a lot of other interesting people. I always go to a meeting, and I learn, and I take something with with me that I allow me to improve myself, allow me to grow, mm-hmm. because the subjects that they they put out there are so. Vast mm-hmm. and and inspire me. I, I go home and I analyze what I have learned and I try to put it in practice.
0: Mm-hmm. I. Will we'll, we'll be an example that you can share with us that you have heard and you thought about this and you put it in practice.
1: Well, it's hard to say so many many things. Uh, I resilient. That's one of the things I I heard once in one meeting. I, it was a very touching meeting. It touched my my heart and my soul. And I went home. I cried a little bit because of it. And the next day I said, "Yeah, I can't. I can be a better person. I can. I can." I can't let it go of the pain that I was suffering at that moment and, and say today is an, a new day. Mm-hmm. I'm get, getting up and, and be peace with myself at that moment and says, I can, I can do this. I can get up, go to work. Um, at that moment, it was an, uh, a time where it was hard to go to work because of the, uh, of, of the atmosphere that I was experiencing. And I said, I can, can leave this. I, it's, it's, it's a resilient moment. It's for me to, to grow up and go to work and, say, and be positive.
0: So I just want to make sure I understand. So you came to a Toastmasters meeting. Mm-hmm. You were a listener. Yes. And you heard someone give a speech. And perhaps there was on the topic of resilience. Yes. And it touched you so deeply that it moved you emotionally. Yes. And you were thinking about this the next day, and something within you changed. Yes. Because of somebody's giving a speech. Yes. Why do you think that happened?
1: I think it's... Because that person was not only just given a a subject matter in the speech, but because they exposed a little bit of themselves at that moment. And they gave us an example of how, how a person can be resilient and how they can move on and grow with it and be okay with it. It was inspired, that moment, to me, because people, we don't know where people going through in life could be depression, could be bipolar depression, uh, which that was the subject in that matter, and it it just, you know, I I was misdiagnosed with bipolar depression, and and to hear somebody that actually did have that and have that courage because it was a courage to stand up in front of people not only just saying a speech but putting a little bit of their hearts and what they actually live in their life and it, i mean you you are vulnerable when you are putting a little bit of your your heart and your past and and that's a lot of brave that i want to have you know, it's, it's like if, if that person can do it, I certainly can. I certainly can't move on and be a strong tomorrow with it.
0: I think it's it's a great example. And this is the magic of Toastmasters. Yes. We talk about Toastmasters quite a bit. You are a member of Toastmasters. I am. I've been for eight years. I met I would say one of the best people that I have ever met in my life, who are so generous and so open, and also encouraging and insightful all at the same time to help each other. That's 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 what that's where we are. I remember when I came to a Toastmasters meeting to visit the club that you are a member of in Lakeland, Florida, that you gave a speech. And part of your speech was demonstration of body language. Oh, yes. Specifically, you were creating these dance moves, and you showed us this movement to the left and to the right. There was not even one single person in the audience who did not move with you. So, would you mind talking about that part of your life? The dance. And the, the dance. An invitation to dance. Yes.
1: Uh, first, I, I have, I start getting, uh, we're becoming famous because I do my speeches very outside of the box. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I did uh, actually my second speech, I did, um, I sang an opera piece uh, area. And that was my second speech where I actually try to teach some well everybody in there in the group uh, a dance movement okay. I have okay. been dancing uh, since 1997 ballroom dance my my last husband he is a ballroom dance instructor and I learned all the movement from him but Costa Rica is a country where music is everywhere. You go to a bank, there is music. There music. Is
0: <laughs> you go to the bank.
1: And there is music. To
0: exchange money. And there's music, you mean, from the tellers, in the lobby. and the where? lobby,
1: everywhere, yes. In okay. the lobby. Okay. Uh, so you grew up with music, and I grew up with music, singing and dancing it. Uh, the ironic part was that in my family, you know, you, you you learn with your siblings to dance. And I did uh, folklore dancing, and my sister choreographed all those dances. Ironically, like I said, I was the ugly duck of the dance in, in, the, in the family, dancing. Uh, it was not my forte. I was too stiff to dance. But again, I met... My last husband and he taught me how to do the Cuban movements.
0: What kind of movements?
1: Cuban movement.
0: Cuban yes. movements. Yes. Okay. What what what's what's special about that?
1: That that um, the Cuban movement is just to move your hips left and right, hmm. left and right. Okay. Even though I knew how to do that, uh, you have to do it in a certain way, or he taught me to do it. In a, the way it should be in the ballroom dance mm-hmm. for the Latin dancing, for example. But you know, one of my favorites is actually waltz, uh, the soft dancings. Mm-hmm. I, I love dancing, and when I was, I again, I danced probably twenty years, okay. and, and I never danced professionally, even though people wanted me to teach dancing. I felt that I just I just couldn't be so technical about it. Because when I was on the floor, again, I put my heart in there. And when I was dancing wa- the walls, for example, I always felt that I was in the air, in the sky, dancing. And I guess that's one of the things things people used to tell me that they love to see me dancing because I just felt the music I felt and I put my my salt in it you know my face just lights up it smiles and because you just feel it I can feel it in my veins in my veins you know and my I, it's just hard to explain how I felt but uh, dancing it just uh, it's music in general to me it just make me feel alive Mm
0: -hmm. so do you dance every day now
1: no i sadly i don't i i I guess that's one of goals and resolutions maybe for next year to be able to go and do it a little more often i i can say i can dance at home every day (laughs) Uh, which I do. I cannot clean up my house unless I have music and start dancing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, yes, I don't do that every day like I used to.
0: Um, Eglant. so what are you looking forward to in 2020?
1: Looking to um, go to that next level of my progress. I, I just kind of put the seed in the plant and my seed is just start growing and having some leaves. Mm. I need to flourish. I need to feel more confident about myself. I need to, uh, show the world who really England is. I think it's time. I think I'm ready for that. England, I, I, it's like a baby right now. She needs to start walking. It's time for her to start walking and, and show the world who she is and, and, and let the world love her. She needs that.
0: So 2020, what kind of things will you be specifically taking action to make sure that you arrive at that state?
1: Yes, uh, specifically I'm going to focus on my health, number one. Uh, I cannot If I don't feel healthy-wise, meaning the weight, or emotionally and physically, I cannot go with my goals. I want to make more time to do more speeches, think and talk about subjects that are really important to me, like depression, like um, how to live every day knowing that that you lost a loved one. And I want to focus on those subjects that are important because I know they're out there there is people that need to hear and feel, not only hear it because we have a lot of friends that always tell us it's going to be okay And it's okay to hear that because we need those friends to tell us, hey, it's okay. We know what you feel. You know that it's going to be okay. It is important to hear it, but it's important to feel it. It's like a a good example of it is when, and because I I can tell you that because I went through that, forgiveness. Forgiveness. People tell you you have to forgive. You you need to forgive because it's good for your soul. And yes, it is true. And you know it is important. Logically, you can do it. But until you don't find a good reason why you have to, you cannot be able to either comprehend it and most important, feel it. Once you feel it, Feeling is the most important thing. Just love, f- forgiveness, hatred, anything. You have to feel it. It's okay to feel it. A lot of people fear, uh, f- they think fear is not a good thing to feel. I will say no. You have to feel fear because you don't know what love is unless you f- know what fear is. If you don't know... I mean, if you don't appreciate a rainy day, you will not actually cease the moment of a sunny day.
0: I understand. To make sure that I understood this um, point, feeling is something that helps us to, to live fully? Yes. Yes. Is that what you're really saying? Yes. Okay. So what you are inviting us to do, if I understood you correctly, is to not run away from feelings of fear, admiration, excitement, but go all in? Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes.
1: Here? I had okay. a friend. I had a friend, and it's exactly right. I had a friend that she uh, he was telling me. I said, you know, I, I he goes to the gym every day. I mean, his life is going to the gym, so he's healthy. He is healthy. He has a job. He, um, he he's he seems to have everything put together, but yet at one moment on our conversations was like. I feel I'm not really, I, I, I feel maybe I'm going to depression because I don't feel really happy. You know, you feel like every day is the same thing over and over and over again. And it's like, well, yeah, you might, most likely you are through a depression, but it's okay. And he said, but how can I feel? How can I feel all these things to make it okay? You know, I don't want to ch- really change my life. And he did, doesn't really want to change his life because it's it's what Everybody will think it's perfect. But I I I said y- you have to you have to just kind of change your routine. Like when I go to work, I have three different routes. I don't plan which route to take until I am in the car. Because I let my feeling to decide which route I want to feel today. Which route I have to go today? Because that is is being spontaneous, Mm -hmm. is what create that change. And what if I want to go to this other route where there is some trees, some birds, some flowers and take my moment and cease that scene. Mm. I think we need to stop our lives are just are so hectic nowadays. And we forget that by just stopping for a second and feel, feel that small moment, it will make the change.
0: I love it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for sharing. I think it's uh, intentional, right? And allowing, allowing to feel things and not isolating yourself. I do want to make sure I say this. You talked about some medical conditions. We are not healthcare no. providers. We are not healthcare practitioners. We are simply exploring different things that are available to us. There's, there's no medical advice of any kind no. in this interview.
1: No, 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 we're not.
0: Uh, Eglint, could you please tell us what is the best way to reach you if somebody would like to? connect with you
1: well i on facebook mm-hmm. and you can reach me with my email to egland at gmail.com or give me a call 863 512
0: thank you so much thank it you is, it's is an honor to share a little bit part of your core with us thank you
1: Thank you so much. It was an honor.
0: Thank you. And I hope you come back in one year and tell us what you have learned.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, everyone. Thank you for investing your time with us. It is an honor to have you come and listen to this interview of my new guest, my new friend Eglund. I hope you find courage to feel embrace life. And please share this podcast with everyone in your life who you care about. See you next time, and don't forget to speak brave. Thank you.
1: Thank you.